Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily, today discussing the Seattle Seahawks and their future right now, Sam. Uh, Russ, Russell Wilson, he's hurt, and I think the more we see the Seahawks without Russell Wilson, it either exposes their roster or maybe just Geno Smith isn't really viable as a starter, that's why he's a backup. But I think the questions can be asked here, you know, how good would the Seahawks be without Russ? I think we already know, not very good. But also, what happens in the future here? Russ was a little upset this offseason. Does that happen again? Do the Seahawks need to start it all over again? Like, where are they going to go? Let's, let's, let's talk it out here. Yeah, I mean, it looks that more than ever, Russell Wilson is the Seattle Seahawks right now. Like, he, he's the only player they have on the roster with a, a grade, an elite grade. He's got a PFF grade of 90.3 in five games this year. He's the only starting quarterback that hasn't had a turnover-worthy play so far this season. Um, he's had 13 big-time throws, so one of the higher big-time throw rates in the NFL, zero turnover-worthy plays. That's like the Russell Wilson MO, right? He's always been insanely good at creating big throws or big plays um, and somehow does that whilst being extremely risk-averse and not putting the ball in harm's way. He is. By the way, you can get all of these stats and numbers that you have that you're saying there by using the promo code NFLPOD, 25% off over at pff.com 25% off any pff subscription sorry go ahead nice 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 um like russell wilson is an elite quarterback he's one of the best in the nfl and even if there are quirks to his game that um are a little bit sort of less than ideal right and we keep wondering how you maximize the impact of russell wilson but clearly he's the thing that keeps that team afloat um obviously geno smith is not in the same ballpark as russell wilson but the rest of the roster isn't either. Like it's been eroded over the last few years from being one of the best in the league to now being nowhere close. And you add all this stuff together and you bring in, you know, Pete Carroll, who's one of the league's most conservative, old school type of coaches. And if Russell Wilson isn't there, this team is just nowhere. And even if he is there, are they any longer capable of like, you know, going on a run in the postseason and beating three of the best teams in the league back to back to back and winning another championship, which is obviously what everybody is striving for. The longer you look at this, the more you would have to say, I mean, that's just not realistic anymore. Yeah, using uh, PFF.com, using our betting tools, you can you can take a look at the percentage chance for teams to make the playoffs, win the division title, where they rank in the whole thing. And Seattle's ranked 14th over on our, overall in our power rankings because, you know, there's this rust factor baked in, right? Once you take him out, uh, you lose a lot, but they got only a 15% chance to make the playoffs now at this point uh, at two and five. And I think with Seattle, the the problem is, right, The when you have a great quarterback and you pair him with a great offensive coordinator, you're going to do good stuff offensively. When you, pay, when you pair a great quarterback with a defensive-minded head coach, you're probably going to need the defensive head coach to kind of hold up his end of the bargain. And I think the early... Russell Wilson years, you've got the Legion of Boom, you've got the best defense in the league for a few years, and it's just slowly, slowly, slowly been depleted, right? The Richard Shermans and Earl Thomases and Cam Chancellors and Michael Bennett's of the world, they're all gone, and you're left with Bobby Wagner, uh, and then you also have, you know, these roster-building decisions, giving up multiple first-rounders for Jamal Adams, a strong safety who is not doing a, he's not doing, he hasn't been a special player, for the Seahawks, certainly not worth multiple first rounders, plus the massive contract they paid him. So the defensive side of the ball, which is supposed to be your defensive head coach's specialty, is a bottom 10 unit in the NFL. And, and it has been yeah. for a couple of years now. So that's that's an issue 
when you're looking at the Seahawks and their roster construction and their future. And I'm not even sure it's possible now to do what they did the first time around, right? And assemble a kind of Legion of Boom style of defense for an extended period of time. And, you know, a quarterback like Russell Wilson works hand in hand with a defensive minded head coach who can kind of create this perfect unity of a great defense and a really good uh, quarterback. And you don't need a sort of offensive minded genius to run that side of the ball because those two things are enough. Like, I'm not sure a defensive-minded coach anymore can achieve that. Like, look at Mike Zimmer with the Vikings. He's always had good, but very rarely a great defense. Um, and I think that's kind of the world we're in right now, is that it's just not, it's not easy, certainly, and it might not even be possible to assemble, like, a great NFL defense for more than a season. Um, so now... You almost need to find an offensive-minded guy at the top of things to build the offense that can be sustainable for a number of years to try and get all this done. But right now, I'm not sure. Like Pete Carroll is obviously a good coach in terms of the X's and O's, the the scheme, that those kinds of things. But like, what does he bring to the table at this point? Because Russell Wilson is the thing that causes this team to win games, and when he's not there. They are simply not winning games. The defense isn't good enough to stop people. The offense isn't good enough to score points. Um, and Pete Carroll isn't even maximizing the win probability because he doesn't believe in like analytics and you know the numbers and, and any of those kinds of things. He is the kind of coach that will always punt the ball away and play defense even when he doesn't have the defense to do it. Yeah, that, we'll talk about that in a minute. But NFL fans, you've got a chance for a big win this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They get you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's that simple. Sportsbook, if it's not yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Now download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One for customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, yeah, so the issue with the, with, with the Pete Carroll going forward on fourth down thing, I, I do think that our little football Twitter world might overrate all of that stuff because it's the thing you can see. So you don't want to overrate just the thing that you can see, but it's the most obvious one, right? You've got a fourth and one, you've got fourth and inches, you've got a 50 yard field goal attempt, and you've got this old school, let's kick the 50 yarder rather than going for the fourth and short, which is really, it's just a mis it's a mismanagement of, of the game. It's what it is. It's called game management. You're mismanaging it by kicking long field goals rather than going for it more often. Um, I do think a lot of what Pete Carroll has always brought, whether it was at USC or at Seattle, is that, you know, it's the off-field stuff, right? The practice and competitiveness and this and that, and, you know, probably fostered an environment for Russell Wilson to thrive. Remember, Russ is a third-round pick, just like Tom Brady got into a nice environment in New England to help him thrive. Russ has that with Pete Carroll. Uh, but now we're getting into this. We've seen Sean Payton win some games without Drew Brees. We've seen Bill Belichick win some games without Tom Brady. I think you just see this big discrepancy in where Seattle is right now with and without Russ. And I think, I don't know if at the end of the year, does this come up at the end of the year? 
You know what I mean? Like, do the Seahawks come and reevaluate this at the end of the year because they got to see uh, a Russell Wilson-less football team for a few weeks? But the problem is, like, usually when that happens, your reevaluation is kind of, well, we move on from the quarterback or we go in a different direction. Like, what we're learning now is that Russell Wilson is this team. And if he isn't there, nothing is of value outside of that. And as much as, yeah, like... We're usually talking about, um, you know, small win percentage points here or there, but it's it's the Pete Carroll is so hyper conservative that it's like they're not scoring enough, even with Russell Wilson in the lineup. So they are down with the bottom teams in the NFL in terms of scoring drive percentage this season. Now you say, okay, Geno Smith has been playing the last couple of weeks. That's going to take a sledgehammer to that. Even if you just look at the games where Russell Wilson was the quarterback. They are 23rd in terms of how often their offensive drives score points, like any points. That's below teams like San Francisco, Philadelphia, Atlanta, uh, Carolina, Minnesota, like New York Giants. It's bad. Like, and that's with Russell Wilson as your quarterback and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And like they have a lot of talent and they are being undermined somewhere in the process by a guy who's punting the ball at every possible opportunity. Yeah, something has to change there. And I think, so Russell Wilson comes back, you know, a few weeks from now, they could very well be completely out of the player playoff picture. I think they need a good finish. You know, Pete, the entire defense, Russell Wilson, Shane Waldron, the new offensive coordinator. I was of the mind a few weeks ago, like, let's give them some time. It was this top-heavy offense a little bit early in the season where they weren't efficient play-by-play. Play. They were trying, but they were creating some big plays, and so the numbers would get there as far as you know EPA and explosiveness. But to your point, they're not sustaining offense enough to score enough points. So I still want to see a little bit more. I just think the more we see of no Russell Wilson, the more we can consider maybe there is an overhaul due in Seattle and... You don't want to waste Russell Wilson's prime. This is what the Packers were dealing with with Aaron Rodgers. That was the famous phrase. So maybe it is time for a change in Seattle just to change it up and uh, give Russ a little bit better chance to to win here. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that something needs to change there because, you know, it's one thing to be losing games without Russell Wilson, but right now they're not competitive enough even with Russell Wilson, and that's the problem. The one other big picture thing I just want to say, coming into the season, their roster didn't feel great and they only had three draft picks, and that's in part because of that Jamal Adams move. They didn't have an opportunity to get that much better since last year because of those decisions to put so much draft capital into a Jamal Adams and other decisions. So Seattle Seahawks, let us know. What do you think? Is it time to move on? Is it time for a new regime in Seattle? It's PFF NFL Daily.